I struggle through the streaming flux of the Sunday papers before beginning the day. Cultural events that are about to happen, talents that will shortly startle and never thereafter disappear, and, of course, money. Novelists who, with their first novel, stumble into a swamp of dollars. Actors sitting down at their scrubbed pine tables to find their income amounts to 70000 a year. Playwrights who cannot even calculate theirs. The posh Sundays all have business supplements now, but the art sections are written in just the same tone. Whose stocks are up, who's down, who stands to make a killing, whom to put your money on in the next six months. I feel like Buster Keaton running down the tracks after a train he will never catch. 1st of February. To the roundhouse for the Georgian State Theatre's Richard III. A handful of pickets on the steps hand out pamphlets saying... These will tell you what life in Russia is really like. Actually, I'd have thought Richard III was a pretty fair picture, and certainly of life under Stalin. Seat 71 appears to be missing, and I wander about the rows and stumble over Gaia Servadio. You strange man, she calls out. Why do we never see you? I so liked your last. You won't like my next, I say ungraciously, and hurry by. Why are you so sure? She wails after me. The audience is thick with actors. Ralph Richardson, Richard Pascoe, Bar Lee Hunt, Trevor Nunn. The nobles wear long-skirted overcoats, part boyar, part Regency buck, and the whole thing is done at tremendous pace and with great panache. Richmond is big and young and looks straight out of the Liverpool team. The rest are like taxi drivers. It's difficult sometimes to assess what's happening, but it's easy to take Shakespeare done over like this when it's in a foreign language. Office chairs are wound in rags and bandages. A cafe orchestra plays silly, lilting melodies. And in the exciting bits, there's a rock accompaniment, with the cast striding off the stage at high speed. At the end, as Ronald Ayres has told me, one stands without constraint to shout and applaud, something I've never done before. Though doing so, I note that it's some Russians in the audience who stand first, possibly on cue, and as the ecstatic audience is filmed applauding, I think uneasily of the pickets outside. 24th of February, New York. Rose, the 82-year-old lady in the apartment next door to Kay, is ill, maybe dying. Not much more than four feet tall, she has varicose ulcers on her legs, which had thick...